From the newsroom of Impact Alpha, this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, June 26. I'm Brian Walsh. Today, we're featuring voices from yesterday's Agent of Impact call, which launched a new handbook aimed at getting impact investing assets off the sidelines. And Dennis Price will profile this week's Agent of Impact, Tanisha Boyer-Robinson, the force behind the 1555 initiative. Hi, Dennis. Hi, Brian. Good to be back. But first, here's what you need to know from this week in impact investing. Hedge fund manager Jeff Ubin declared, quote, finance is done. The activist investor and founder of the $16 billion hedge fund Value Act is having his come to impact moment, announcing that he's leaving traditional finance in favor of impact investing in public markets with a new firm, Inclusive Capital Partners. The Ford Foundation raised $1 billion with 30- and 50-year social bonds that priced at below 3%. Proceeds will be used to ramp up grant-making for COVID relief and recovery. More on that in a moment. Investors and corporations have been falling over themselves to pledge action on racial justice and climate. More than 100 asset managers, foundations, and faith-based investors have pledged to address structural racism. Organized by the Racial Justice Investing Coalition, the pledge signers acknowledge the investor community's role in and the benefit it gets from racist systems. And Amazon earmarked $2 billion to invest in companies that can facilitate the transition to a low-carbon economy. To be clear, that represents 0.15% of Amazon's market capitalization of $1.37 trillion as of June 25th. The Vatican issued a 225-page manual to implement the Pope's 2015 call for climate action and calls on Catholic organizations to shun companies harmful to the environment, including by divesting from fossil fuels. And finally, a New York City restaurant fund has tied COVID relief to wage increases. Restaurants that receive grants must use the funds to hire or rehire and pay workers $20 per hour for at least six weeks. Now it's on to today's featured story. Yesterday's Impact Alpha call helped launch the new Impact Investing Handbook from Rockefeller Philanthropy Advisors. Co-author Steve Gadecki laid out the premise. I've thought of Impact Investing as kind of a, a room, but people enter it through distinct doorways, and they kind of come into the same room and they're not quite sure what they're supposed to be doing there. What we're sort of saying in this handbook, though, is that really the organizing principle is to have a theory of change and to try to shift systems. That sounds a little technical and wonky, but as we're seeing, I think, and, if, and it doesn't matter if you're a private equity fund, if you're a corporate foundation or a family, to really have a clear sense of what you're trying to do and to have this awareness about these are your assets and you want to be accountable for them and responsible for them. The Ford Foundation's Margot Brandenburg explained the social bond Ford took to market this week. The foundation had started to tap into its endowment to serve its mission about three years ago uh, when the board approved a billion dollar allocation into a mission related investment portfolio. These are market rate investments, you know, primarily in private equity and real estate. Um, but again, using that uh, premise of trying to activate all of our assets and the existence of historically low interest rates, we issued a billion dollars in 30 and 50 year bonds the proceeds of which are going to double our grant making this year and next year. So it's a way to increase payout 
in a capital efficient manner because we're not a spend down foundation. And so we have, the decision was made before any of us showed up to exist in perpetuity. So, you know, the more capital efficient way to, to double our grant making isn't to liquidate a bunch of securities, but it's to issue uh, these very long-term bonds. They were oversubscribed, you know, more than five times over and they were recently priced both at below 3%. The Alabama Power Foundation has been rallying other corporate foundations, not only around impact investing, but also in response to the pandemic and the movement for racial justice. Here's the foundation's president, Myla Calhoun, in Birmingham. So again, and I know everyone has been having really thoughtful conversations in the space that we've been given by the pandemic to talk about systemic racism, which has been there all the time. But we didn't have proms and we didn't have graduations and we didn't have gala season and we didn't have March Madness to distract us from the realities of what has been happening to black and brown people forever. We have to be courageous and ferocious and relentless as we do this work. I'm in Alabama, so it's real for me in, in, a, in a cellular way, okay? And I would say that this is a moment not to be missed. It's a moment not to gloss over. I think it's, it's fine to feel better, but I think it is critical to do better. And I think that the tools that we're talking about and the work that can be activated through impact investing is powerful. We'll have a roundup and a replay next week in The Brief. Now it's time for this week's Agent of Impact. Dennis, who are we featuring this week? Brian, this week we're featuring Tanisha Boye-Robinson of impact investing firm CapEQ. Tanisha is calling out America and investors for undervaluing Black-owned businesses, not just Black-led tech startups, but existing businesses like barbershops, beauty salons, and home care services. Those are assets America needs, not just to grow black wealth and and create jobs, but to drive growth in the economy. Tanisha has launched the Path to 1555, an initiative to help 15% of black-owned businesses hire at least one additional employee, which would generate 600,000 jobs and add about $55 billion to the economy. That means building the type of supportive ecosystem for black business owners that exists for their white peers and recasting assets in the black community to investors yet to see that opportunity. Here's how she puts it. Capital landing and flowing in a way that is actually not trying to upend and uproot what that community has, but actually trying to figure out how to make it flourish with what it has is a revolutionary act. We've seen a spate of recent investments in companies that are showcasing the untapped value in meeting the needs of Black-owned businesses in large but fragmented markets. Maven for beauty salons, Squire for barbershops, Care Academy for home care health. Lifting up these examples are key to her strategy. As Chief Impact Officer of Living Cities, she worked with entrepreneurial hubs serving Black businesses in cities like New Orleans and Albuquerque and sat with communities to understand where capital could fill a need. A high school job at NASA shaped Tanisha's expectations of what's solvable. And I got to work on the space station. So as a teenager, my first example of what it looks like to work in the world was that humans can put people in space. And so that 
gave me this belief system that anything is possible. And if we can put people in space, we can solve our world's most attractive problems. And that, Brian, is why Tanisha Boye Robinson is this week's Agent of Impact. Thanks, Dennis. And thanks to Tanisha for all that you're doing. You can see her and all of our Agents of Impact on Instagram at Impact Alpha. That's it for your Impact Briefing this week. You can read more about all of these stories at impactalpha.com. Subscribers receive full access to Impact Alpha content, including deal flow, job postings, and a Slack channel. Use code BRIEFING100 for $100 off your annual subscription. Thank you for listening, and thanks to Dennis Price and our producer Isaac Silk, who edited this episode and wrote the theme song. He also celebrated a birthday this week. I'm Brian Walsh, head of impact for the fintech company Liquinet. Make sure you check back next week for the latest impact investing news. Until then, take care.